55 verse uh, 10 and 11 this morning. Verse 10 reads this way. As the rain comes down and the snow from heaven and do not return there, but water the earth and make it bring forth and bud that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. Verse 11. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. Now, this portion of scripture, I was originally going to use just Isaiah 55 and verse 11. But then if you back up into verse 10, you see it gives an example of what the word should do. So when the, war, when the rain, when the snow comes down from heaven, it does not return there without, it, without watering the earth uh, and it makes it bring forth. So once the water, the snow, or the rain or the snow comes to the earth, uh, it waters the earth and makes it bring forth and bud, bring forth and bud. So it's impossible to have rain and snow without a bringing forth and a budding that it may, and there's a purpose for the seed that's in the earth, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So it'll satisfy the sower. It'll satisfy those who desire to eat of it. And then it says in verse 11 again, so shall my word be. So my word is similar to what I just read out of verse 10 in Isaiah 55. So now we understand what the word does. The word is like rain, uh, it's like snow, that uh, waters the vegetation or waters the seed. The word is also like seed. So the word is used as water, is used as seed, is even used as bread. So you, you see bread mentioned. But what it does to give an example of what to expect from the word is written. So when the rain comes down and the earth receives the rain, the moisture begins to enter into uh, the earth and therefore all the seed that's in the earth begins to bring forth and bud. It has no choice. It has no choice. It automatically responds to the moisture that comes from heaven above. He says, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return void, meaning it shall not re return to God without bringing forth and budding it is going to produce it shall produce it always produce and then it says but it shall accomplish what i please so whatever the seed is whatever it gets water whatever uh it's it's uh god has positioned then there's a harvest from it so say for instance you had green beans you had corn you had uh, okra, you had all those things lined up. So based on the seed, you're going to get a response from that. So based on what's coming and has come, there is a return on that. And it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. So it doesn't have the ability to fail. It doesn't have the ability to fail. So what God has promised us, what he's released through his word, and I believe there's a certain time, certain people come into your lives to, to, to release a word like water upon it. So in order to bring forth a harvest, the Bible says it speaks about uh, uh, Apollo's, uh, Paul watering and Apollo's 
or one planting and the other one bringing forth uh, the increase or pouring the water. So one uh, plants and another waters and then God gives the increase. I believe this is the season where God gives the increase to whatever it is you have the faith to believe in. So I believe that now, and I wrote this down, it is too late to stop you. It is too late to stop you. It's too late to stop you. Everything uh, that I'm saying derived out of a statement, it is too late to stop you. Once that release has taken place uh, from the heavens, whether it be the rain or the snow, and that's just an example. It's like a word coming down. And once the word of God comes into your life and then it begins to bring forth in bud, it's too late. It's already bringing forth, it's already budding. So it's too late to alter the outcome, which is always a prosperous outcome. It's always a prosperous, if the word of God is involved, it's gonna be a prosperous outcome. That's why I love to use the word because I know I'm gonna get a prosperous outcome. The word, the word of God doesn't fail you, whether you know the whole Bible or you just know one scripture, that one scripture is going to work for you. So find your scripture and let that, let that uh, scripture be watered in your life on a day-to-day -day basis and then watch it bring forth in, in your life. So it, it's, it's too late to stop you. It's too late to stop you. It's too late to stop what God has started in your life uh, because the bringing forth has already begun. It's, so it's too late. It's too late to destroy your joy. You, your joy is connected to what you see in the future and your future is greater than your past. So it, it, it's too late, uh, uh, but, but any type of thing that will be derived from darkness and hindrances and, and hypocrisy, it's too late now uh, to stop you because the rain has come and the, the, the soil of your heart is moist in the seed in your heart of believing is coming forth now. So it, it's too late. You would have to, you would have to cause a drought. That means you would have to be in control of heaven to stop what God is doing in the earth. I, I feel that right down deep. You you have to be in control of heaven and, and, and get this. If, if they can't control heaven, they can't stop your harvest. If they can't shut off the rain, if they can't uh, shut off what God is sending, then it's too late to attempt to stop you. And I'll take it just a little bit further. Uh, the Bible speaks of Abraham being fully persuaded or fully convinced. Once he was fully persuaded and he was fully convinced, it was too late. There didn't have to be a physical manifestation, but there had to be a point in Abraham's life where he was fully convinced and fully persuaded. Uh, we're in a time and a space where people are fully convinced. They're, they're, they're just not saying anymore. What they were saying as by become a part of their lives, they're not just wearing shirts and drinking out of mugs and having umbrellas and things like that. They really, it, they're fully convinced that they are the one. And when you're fully convinced of that, you're, you're sure of that, everything around you are starts moving. A lot of people don't discern what's going on inside of you. Uh, they don't really see. And sometimes it, it's not, that God would allow them to see, but they really don't see the productivity uh, of being convinced on the inside of you. They don't, they don't realize what motivating that they don't realize you, you made up your mind. You, you made up your mind 
that you found the truth and you're going to walk that truth out. Uh, I can say for myself as, as an example, I found the truth and nobody's going to turn me away from it. Uh, it unlocked my life. I've seen too much productivity in my life. So I've been, you know, I, it, it just unlocked and I'm, I'm, I'm fully persuaded. I'm, I'm fully convinced. And, uh, I'm not waking up every day trying to get some outside force to validate what I know on the inside. Uh, you know, it's almost like a woman being pregnant. I mean, you know, she's, she senses that she's pregnant. She takes a, uh, at home pregnancy test and it validates she is pregnant. And she goes to see her doctor. It validates she is pregnant. Uh, why in the world are we going to doubt anymore? It's already validated. N nothing has changed about the body but you're carrying something. Many of you, uh, because you're, I am the one you're carrying something. And, um, though no one else can see it right now, it's not up to them to see it. It's up for you when you decide to tell it, you know, for, for you to make the announcement and you're on this morning because you're, you're carrying something and you're fully convinced, you're fully convinced, you're fully persuaded. And what God says, I don't care what people are saying around you. I don't, I don't care. I don't care if they, they, they don't believe it. You know, you be fully convinced of it. Uh, and I'm, I'm not waiting on somebody to believe with me. I believe myself. All, all three parts of me, <laughs> spirit, soul, and body believes it. Uh, so my, my body is reacting, uh, to what now I'm thinking in my mind, which is my soul to what I sense in my spirit. I'm, I'm, I'm fully convinced all of my energy, physical energy, uh, is in agreement with what I'm thinking in my mind because my spirit said it is so. And, and once those things come together, it's like the world's coming together. Once those things come together, that everything is simultaneously working together. My body is working with my mind and my mind is working with my spirit and none of the three of those components as working against one another. So as long as they're working together, then that that God has promised is released. And I'm fully convinced. I'm, fu I'm fully convinced of it. I, I believe there's time frames on everything. Uh, but, you know, once you're fully persuaded or fully convinced that what God said in his word is going to come to pass in your life, uh, you just keep moving and you stay in preparation. Uh, again, if we go to a pregnancy, you know, a woman would start to pick out colors. She would, you know, have a bassinet or whatever, you know, sleeping component for the child. Uh, they would begin to have, you know, a revealing party, uh, or a baby shower. They would go through all this and they've not yet necessarily physically seen they seen the changes but they go through this whole process because they believe that they're carrying something they gather all these people around uh, they invite all these people that they trust and they care about or they want to gift from they invite all of these people because they believe that something on the inside of them is going to manifest outwardly well, when you're fully convinced and every part of your body, spirit, soul, and body is working together to bring forth what God has placed in you, and you don't let anybody talk you out of it. You know, how are you going to tell me what I don't have? I know what I'm carrying inside of me. 
uh, I, I refuse to be in, uh, engaged in conversations that try to tell me I don't have what I know I have on the inside of me. <laughs> so I just, I just like that. You, you want to stop me? You, you're not going to stop me from the outside, and you got to be that way about whatever word that God has released in your life. And you, you stay so excited as if what He sir, said to you that's uh, supposed to come later is here now because it is now uh, at conception at the time that you're convinced of, of that word that you heard at that's when it starts it doesn't doesn't start so if you wanted to research uh, a real real birthday and it, you know if we do kingdom stuff we go further back but real birthdays at, at that time of conception uh, if you could designate that day that you got impregnated with that, you became sure of what happened on the inside of you. And these things, are, as I get ready to pray in just a moment, these things are things that are birthed from the inside of you. Uh, it's hard to steal what's inside of you. People can steal your car. People can steal stuff around you. But they have to steal. They have to kidnap you. <laughs> and they still can't stop what's in you by kidnapping you. Worst thing you can do is, is kidnap somebody with a dream of having victory over all their enemies. You just set yourself up for failure. So anything that's attempted to uh, hold you in captivity and you're convinced that you're free, you're convinced that you're victorious, how can any uh, force hold someone that is convinced on the inside uh, that they have the freedom and the liberty that God is giving in this season for them to progressively move forward. And they're putting everything in place that's needed, every thought and becoming more systematic in their thinking. You have to be careful when you get around systematic people. Systematic people in their thinking are, are people who are carrying something. When they're intentional uh, about uh, what they're doing, you have to be careful about that because those particular individuals have found uh, or, or, or something has been revealed to them that not has, has not been revealed to others. And you have to walk in because you're the one. So you have to walk in that, that revelation or that revealing of, of something great and then find other components that fit where you're going, what you're attempting to do and, and prepare yourself. You know, I don't care what you got to do, do what you got to do, prepare yourself because the moment, the moment is coming. And I just decree and declare the moment is here. I don't get ready to pray, but you got to, you, 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 you should now by now, uh, after wearing church so many times, after being in several services, I am the one. You, you should be so persuaded that no one can talk you out. I don't care if it's your closest friend. I don't care if it's a family member. No one should be able to talk you away from that. There should be nothing that you encounter in a day that can, that can uh, deter you from what you're convinced of. You know, like I said, you know, once I'm convinced, you know, there's no need to have a conversation. You know, I've had the conversation and I'm convinced and I'm sure. I don't, it doesn't matter. Well, I, you say, I can't see anything. Well, that's, that's, that's on you. I mean, my sight is given. My sight is given long before you see it. 
My sight is given before I physically see it. That's why God gave me an imagination so I could see things before they manifest. So my imagination said it's here. Your imagination says it's here. Your imagination says you're the one. So if you use your imagination based on the truth of what God said, you will birth something that others have not seen. They need to see it, but God wants to use you to make sure that they see it. So we're going to pray. We've got about 10 minutes and we're going we're gonna to pray that you grab a hold and you lock in. You lock in that more than you ever have before. You lock in to that truth and don't you let that truth go. Father, we bless you. We honor you. We thank you for this morning. We thank you for those who are under the sound of my voice. We thank you, God, for how it's, how widespread, God, the influence is, God. And we thank you for those who are, who are now tainted with faith and believing and trusting in God and have a seed on the inside that has been watered, has been watered for weeks, have been watered for months. God, and therefore, according to the word of God, what happens, it brings forth and buds. So, Father, that which you have ordained to bring forth and bud, I decree and declare through this word, through the word of the Lord on today, God, that it brings forth and buds now. God, it begins to open up like a rose. It begins to open up, God. It begins to bring forth like never before. Father, when you we're fully convinced we're like Abraham, doesn't matter about the length of time, the time has come. And Father, because the time has come, we are now going to carry outside of us what you placed inside of us. And what you placed inside of us was for the safety for what's for care, God, so that it can shield from the elements of the outside, so it can shield from doubt and unbelief from people who don't even understand that your promises are yes and amen. So, Father, we've been carrying this thing, and because we've been carrying this thing, it's been protected. And now, therefore, what we have carried, God, is ready, God, to bring forth. It's ready to bud. It's ready to be seen. It's ready to manifest. God, there was a formulation of things inwardly. Now, there's an external formulation. There's an external growth and maturity that comes to that which you've given us. And Father, because you have given it to us, God, nothing in this world can take it away. God, you started it long before we even knew that you had that plan on your mind. And because the plan is a plan of your mind that we have now embraced, that we now lock in and we say, God, so let your will be done. So now, Spirit of the living God, as you uh, have said, your word is being watered from heaven above. And God, fuel what you placed in us from heaven. Speak to us from heaven. Encourage us from heaven. Strengthen us from heaven. God, show up with heaven. You opened up heaven on the day of Pentecost. Therefore, God, all that heaven has to offer is now in our lives. Therefore, God, what you placed in us that we can't shake. God, what you placed in us that we can't throw away or discard. What you placed in us, God, is now time for it to bring forth. It's now time for it to bud. It's now time because of faith, because of a, a belief system that refused to give up, just couldn't let it go, could not, could not give up on it. 
God, because we have not given up on it and we still have life to live, we're going to live it out and we're going to live it out to the fullness. Father, I thank you and I bless you this morning that all the people who are under the sound of my voice, God, they begin to believe, they begin to trust, they begin to rely, they begin to gather, they begin to celebrate. Celebrate what? Celebrate what's here. Celebrate what's coming. God, celebrate what they're carrying. Father, we thank you for the shower that brings forth the faith and the objects and the things that we were so desiring you to bring forth. Father, we thank you for giving us a word of sustainment, but we also thank you for placing something on the inside of us. No thief can steal from us, God. Nothing can take it from us, God. Nothing can deny us, God, because we know what we're carrying. Father, we've been nursing it. God, we've been protecting it. We've been safeguarding it. Therefore, now it is time because we are the one carrying something great god you're stimulating the greatness on the inside of us god what we carry may have caused some discomfort but it's all worth it and father i thank you right now if you gave us the ability to carry it you're going to give us the ability to nurse it you're going to give us the ability to raise it you're going to give us the ability to bring forth father you would never give us something that we don't have the strength to carry you, we don't have the strength to bring forth. And I thank you now, supernatural strength for the supernatural things that are going on on the inside of us. We thank you, God, for, for the courage of an I am the one movement. We thank you for the ability people to rise up and see potential in themselves and stop waiting on others to see in them what they can see in themselves. And Father, I thank you now for the validation of it. And validation comes by faith. Believing and trusting in what God has said. And so, Father, we refuse to be doubters when you called us into times of faith. Things that we do to move mountains, God, and change and shift obstacles and situations and circumstances. Father, we thank you now that we carry something big on the inside of us, God. And therefore, we have faith, God to move things and we have faith God to, to trust you in all times and all seasons seasons change and does not deny us of what you promised us and we thank you for it God because there's still hope that hope is the hope that we gain through faith in you God faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not yet seen but are about to be seen father the elders obtained a good report because they had faith God we thank you for the good report God, those who came before us obtained, but we in our day and our generation will obtain a great report, God, simply because we believe. And I thank you and I bless you this morning, God, that collectively we come together. Collectively, we're in a room of faith. Collectively, God, we're in an atmosphere and an environment that produces every single time. Father, we thank you that we cultivate the moment of faith. We cultivate the moment of victory. We cultivate the moment, God, of manifestation. We cultivate the moment, God, of great, great outpouring of your spirit in our lives. Because now, God, is the time. We sense something down on the inside of us. There's an alarm going off on the inside of us because we're believing, God, and you're resurrecting dead dreams, God. Yeah, it's not over even though it's been asleep. Just like uh, Mary goes to Elizabeth's house and John hadn't moved. But when John heard the salutation and Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary, all of a sudden there was a leaping on the inside. Let there be a leaping on the inside of your people on today. 
God, at the salutation, at the greeting, God, at the announcement that we're carrying something great, something greater than ourselves, something almost we can say great enough to carry us. Father, what's in us is going to deliver us from all the bondage of this world. It's going to deliver us from every generational curse. It's going to deliver us from all types of financial dilemmas. It's going to deliver us from any type of mental instability. It's going to deliver us and set us free. It's going to bring clarity and peace to every day of our lives. We thank you and we bless you, oh God, this morning, God, that no good thing shall be withheld from us. We grab a hold of hope and we see our future. We grab a hold of hope and we see our future. We know that it's yes and amen. It's done. So be it. It cannot be denied because it's firmly rooted and grounded in our belief system and no one can ever snatch it away. It's too late. It's too late now. We're fully involved. We're fully engaged and we're fully convinced and we're fully persuaded. Nothing about us is on halfway or empty this morning. Everything about us is fully extended and fully believing, believing that God cannot fail. He will not fail. He's already done. In his eyes, it's already done. In my eyes, it's already done. It's subtle. In the name of Jesus, we decree it, we declare it on today that your people now walking in God's best for their lives and walking in that which you have ordained that could not vanish from the earth until it manifested in their lives. Father, I thank you for great manifestation. I thank you for the day of the Lord, which has come for those who acclaim that they are, I am the one. They are not necessarily just claiming anymore. They are convinced and because they are convinced you move on their behalf right now. And we decree now over your life. We decree now in every uh, part of your life. We decree now that God is doing it. We bless you. We honor you. We thank you today in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Well, I know you've been blessed. I've been blessed sharing with you this morning. I know you're very much encouraged and very much walking in the victory that God has for you and all of our sons and daughters and uh, around the world or who, are, who could possibly be in an environment that would be harmful. We thank you for safeguard and safety towards them. And God, we extend that all around the world, all around the world, in the United States, but all around the world. We pray for safety for those who may be threatened, but you got them. You got them covered. So you are the one, celebrate your day, enjoy your day, share uh, this with someone else, let them know that God is faithful, God is faithful, and you're going to see the hand of the Lord in your life and in the lives of those who are around you. God bless you, have a wonderful day, I'll see many of you on tomorrow night, uh, we're going to have a good time in the Lord. Uh, I was supposed to be in West Palm Beach, but the weather is bad, so I'll be back, I'll be in the house, and but we'll have one of my sons uh, speaking on tomorrow night, Apostle Samuel Smith. He'll be bringing forth the word here in Birmingham. You don't want to miss that. You do not want to miss that. We're going to have a powerful, powerful time in the Lord. So I'll see you in just a little while. God bless you. Have a wonderful day on behalf of myself and Lady Davis and Refresh family. We love you. God bless you. Hey, if
you're ever in the Birmingham area, we'd love to see you. Stop by because everyone is welcome at Refresh Family Church. It's full of friendly people, a warm atmosphere, and a powerful word. Our service times are Sundays at 9 a.m. or our empowerment service on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. We're located at 117 12th Court Northwest in Birmingham, Alabama. We'll see you soon at Refresh. Want to find out more about Apostle Stephen A. Davis? Well, log on because StephenADavis.org is now live. That's right. Log on to StephenADavis.org now and you can find out all about him. Watch live broadcasts and get all the information you need at StephenADavis.org. Available on all platforms. Log on today. Refresh Family Church. As we worship together, remember our five goals. Serving the needs of families. Reaching the lost. Equipping the saints. Reaching the nations. And transferring to generations. At Refresh Family Church, we're more than just a church. We're a nation. To find out more, log on to StephenADavis.org. We'll see you next time.